So you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. gentlemen welcome to another episode of four sides podcast i'm your host caleb carter and this is going to be our ccw recap preview episode um noah wasn't able to make it to the homecoming show so i decided to recruit the services of another man who was there i've had my eye on him for quite some time i see a lot of myself in him and he's been a loyal fan of four sides podcast and ccw so i kind of wanted to give him an opportunity to come on here and kind of share his thoughts on ccw so a uh, big john jonathan graham how you doing man good how are you doing all right excited to have you on here um you have your own show correct uh kind of i guess you could say i i more do gaming stuff than wrestling but okay yeah well, we can do plugs at the end yeah i just seen the shirt and it kind of interesting. oh me. yeah this is the am up wrestling brigade we kind of it's like a twitter group it's like a fan group okay <laughs> so uh well, we're doing a recap preview today, but, you know, since this is our first time having you on here, uh, just kind of, if you don't mind, share a little bit about what made you kind of become a wrestling fan. Well, I've known my dad was a wrestling fan back when WCW was around, but when they got bought out by WWE, he kind of stopped because he loved Goldberg for some reason. I He's just a Goldberg guy. I don't know. Um, but... Back in January 2016, this is kind of a funny story, our internet, not internet, TV got cut off. And all we had was USA, and it was Monday night, so I turned on Raw. And I clicked it on, right as Brie Bella was, I think it was Brie Bella announcing Daniel Bryan to come out to retire. And it was a really sad episode to start off with. Interesting. Interesting yeah. time to get into wrestling. Oh man, but yeah, that was an emotional moment for sure, Daniel Bryan retiring, but I mean, you had... Uh, I guess he had Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns to kind of fill the gap. AJ Styles was just first getting on to the WWE scene. I'd seen him a lot in uh, TNA and New Japan. So Yeah, I didn't know those places existed at that point in time, but I'm happy I found out about them. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a interesting story because like I started out as kind of what I like to call the casual wrestling fan, just watching WWE or TNA, and then I kind of started to discover other like as i seen guys like cm punk daniel bryan i started to kind of learn about these other companies and i mean that's kind of what we're here to talk about as an indie wrestling company yeah uh i think the first time i seen you at ccw was the was it was that the night where it was like really cold outside was that your first show that was not my first show but that was the first time i talked to you guys okay yeah because um, I, I know you were kind of you were kind of new mm-hmm. you were kind of new at that time and then you started coming more often i'm like hey it's cool that he got into this yeah my first show for ccw that i went to was the first show in charleston the first show in charleston okay i'm trying to i think that was Mar- Marco's leg was broken at that time. Yeah, yeah, I remember because uh, Tui, shout out to Tui, she won the belt that she won yeah. the women's belt that night. So, mm-hmm. okay, I remember that. But yeah, speaking of CCW, we had a we just had a show last month called Homecoming. It was CCW's return to the arena building, return to Cape Girardeau after uh, God knows how long because of COVID. 
Yeah. But, like, it was a really good show. So, um, we'll go over the card and stuff, and we'll talk about our thoughts on the match. So, first match was Jackson Crowley versus Joey O'Reilly. Great match. Those two are just... I believe, too, those those guys are two of the best in CCW's roster right now, for sure. And I can't wait to see where they go. Yeah, me too, man. I appreciate, like... I think I even put this over on commentary. Um, I appreciated the fact that, like, it was two high flyers, but at the same time, they were putting on, like, a ground-based match. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Joey's kind of got more of an aggressive attitude being a heel. Yeah. But I think it I think it mashed. I think they mashed well together. My only complaint is I wish it would have went on a little longer, but... Yeah, I think a longer match for those two would be great. It's... Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah, anyways. but Jackson Crowley got the win. Um, always want to have a hot opener to a show. Uh, had Joey O'Reilly try to extend his hand, show some sportsmanship. Uh, Jackson fell for it and got low blowed. Yep. So uh, have to see where we'll have to see where things go between the Crowleys and Joey. Yeah, I'd like to see where that goes after the besties in the world match. Yeah, uh, Jackson getting a little bit of redemption for Owis Crowley, his brother. So that's good to see. Yeah. Uh, next match, it was the new team, the Singularity, the Infinite, and the Pariah taking on the Mega Brothers of Chris Slammer making his CCW return and Dalton Anthony accompanied by Miss Micah. Yeah. Micah does a great job on the outside of the ring. That's one thing I've noticed between that team. So Micah does a great job on the outside of the ring and then obviously Dalton Anthony and Slammer do a great job inside of the ring. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like sometimes Dalton doesn't really get enough credit for just just how good his in ring work is. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't been doing this for a long time, but I mean, the guy can the guy can go. I need to go see him at Stride sometime. Yeah, shout out to Stride Pro Wrestling. I I need to go over there sometime too. I haven't been over there in a while, but uh, Mega Brothers picked up the win on that. I do give respect to Singularity for that being their first CCW match. They did pretty well. Yeah, I'm not... I feel like there's a lot more to see from this pariah. I don't really know a lot about him, but, I mean... Hopefully the more we see him, the more we'll see, and there's that. Uh, Next match, uh, speaking of new people, it was a Proving Grounds match. We had Ryu Kendrick versus Calvin Aldridge versus the debuting Everett Connors. That was a match. I very much enjoyed that one, especially Everett Connors. That was my first time ever seeing him, and he did amazing. Now, I'm just going to admit, the one thing I couldn't get off my mind is how much he looks like Tyler Blevins, Ninja. Oh, oh God. <laughs> just, I don't know why. I always say he looks like Machine Gun Kelly. That's, yeah. But, like... But for real, Everett, very talented dude. I've been watching him for a few years now, kind of up in the St. Louis scene. Uh, I'm glad that the people and I'm glad that the people in the CCW crowd got to witness Everett Connors and that they ended up liking him. Uh, he picked up an impressive win in that match. Yeah. But uh, shout out to Ryu Kendrick for that. Uh, I think it was a DDT flatliner spot. That was yeah. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Uh, but, you know, there was a little altercation between Ryu and Calvin after the match, so yeah. little tension between them still yet. I actually can't wait to see where that goes. Yeah. Calvin uh, is a great performer. Yeah, Calvin is really great. Um, Ryu's great, too. Um, 
I was talking with Ryu on a past episode. We we had him here on Four Sides, and he said Calvin just keeps running his mouth, and it just keeps infuriating him. So we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, next match that this match was actually really good. Dangerous and delicious. Well, I say really good because like it was a card subject to change, so it's kind yeah. of one of those where it's like. If it's a last-minute replacement, you, you're not really sure. But I think I think this ended up being a really good match. It was uh, Dangerous and Delicious, Justin the Juice Smart and Dangerous Donnie Six, defending the tag team titles against Mike Outlaw and Deacon Cash, who was originally supposed to be in the Proving Grounds match. But, you know, card subject changes happen in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, personally, I, I'm not upset that Mike Outlaw and Deacon Cash got in there. Or Cash Deacon, I man, I mess that up. It, it's a it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a it's a name for sure. Um, but I'm happy they got in there. That was a great match for me to watch. I enjoyed that a lot. Now, I would like to watch. Uh, what what's their tag? It doesn't matter. One of the trending tannels. Yeah, uh, Trent it needs some showing. Mm, <laughs> talking some smack here, are we? I think Trent needs to be showed his spot. Ah, uh, yeah. But um, J.J. Walker, hope he gets better. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, I was really impressed with like how well Mike and Deacon worked together. I'd never, yeah. I'd never seen them work together before, so that was a little. That was one of those wild cards that kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deacon Cash, um, and I, I'm guilty of this, but I feel like a lot of people sleep on Deacon Cash and just how good he is. Yeah, he did really good in that match. I actually, I think I've seen him a few other times outside of that one match too, and he's just impressed me every time. Yeah, he's got a he's got a great look and a just a, for a guy for a guy like the, he he reminds me of Taz. Yeah, kind of. yeah, he's got like the suplex and he has like the same build as Taz, maybe a little smaller than Taz, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but uh, Dangerous and Delicious retained the tag team titles, but I don't think, especially for, again, a wild card team, I don't think I've ever seen anybody take the fight to Dangerous and Delicious like that. No, actually. Uh, that I was worried for Dangerous and Delicious there for a minute. I thought they were going to lose their titles. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it for, it looked like it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had an intermission after that, and... I think I was just resting my voice from the commentary. Uh, you got any fun intermission stories? Not really. <laughs> um, not much happens with intermission when you're up at the table. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I will say, though, uh, we CCW tried out a new layout for their show at the arena building. So I did enjoy usually that. Usually they don't use the stage, like the actual stage stage, as their entrance. And I've been saying this for so long that they should utilize that. And I'm glad they did. It yeah. Looked, it looked really good. So after intermission, let me unlock my phone again so I can see the results. Uh, we had a tag team match. Walker Hayes and Ken Dang, accompanied by Jeff Odell, taking on Aaron Roberts and KLD, accompanied by Mr. 100, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought so. Yep, that's a match. That was a match. It sure was a big tag team hoss fight. Four big guys going at it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm happy KLD came back. He definitely deserves all the respect he gets for the matches he's in. He just 
does great. And then the the spot with with him and Walker, where one I don't remember it was it KLD trying to body slam Walker or, or Walker trying to body slam KLD, but that was great. I think the commentators table moved a little bit when that happened. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, KLD. Uh, shout out to KLD. He's an amazing performer. Uh, I call him one of those jack of all trades. Yeah. Like he can do it all. Uh, Aaron Robertson and KLD pick up a win over uh, Walker Hayes and Ken Dang. That's a that's interesting. Walker Hayes, Ken Dang. Yeah. Mm. Oh wow. That's interesting to say. Uh, KLD gets the pin on Walker. Aaron and Ken are fighting outside the ring. Yeah. Um, after the match, uh, Ken tries to put uh, Mr. One Hundred in a chokehold, but you know Aaron's there to stop it. That's good. Uh, after that match, uh, Jeff O'Dell makes a challenge he says that mr 100 and yeah mr 100 and aaron roberts i almost said walker hayes Mm. that'd be interesting but aaron roberts and mr 100 versus ken dang and a partner of jeff odell's choice and shannon accepted the challenge yeah so that's going to be happening this Saturday, May 29th, but we'll get to that. I always like to jump ahead. Yeah. I gotta stop myself sometimes, you know. I can't contain the excitement. But uh, your semi-main event of that night was Hollis Giroux putting the... He put the pure open weight title on the line against Zay Washington in a no-disqualification match. Because back at Charleston, um, Hollis ended up getting himself disqualified to keep the title. I mean, I... I mean, that's a smart thing to do. I can't say I blame them. Yeah, but, champions um, rule. Yeah, champions advantage. But this time, there weren't any disqualifications. Um, before the match, uh, Papa Stunt kind of had the... He kind of had to lay the line between Mr. 100 and Jeff Odell because uh, Mr. 100's wanting to get his hands on Jeff Odell and then... Especially with that baseball bat. Yeah. yeah, that baseball bat's really playing a play. Yeah, man. Something with that baseball bat. I mean, it fits, Shannon. Mm-hmm. It does. But uh, Papa Stunt had to kind of... He kind of had to make an unpopular decision to say, Hey, Mr. 100, you're not going to lay your hands on Jeff Waddell. Yeah. Because this match is about Hollis and Zay. Uh, didn't get exactly a good reaction from the crowd, but you know, at the... And I said on commentary, you know, I respect Papa Stunt for being the general manager that he mm-hmm. is and doing what needs to be done. I respect the decision, but I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, you don't always have to like everything, you know. Right. But uh, great match between Hollis and Zay. You know, Hollis and Zay are, like I said, for uh, Joey and Jackson, are one, two of the great ones also on the roster. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you this because I know we haven't. I know you kind of got introduced to CCW a little late, but I think Hollis has only missed like one CCW show. Wow! And yeah, we like to call him the workhorse of CCW because just he's put in so much hard work and he's been dependable. And I could go on. I could go on all day about Hollis. I know he's also a Grand Slam, right? Yeah, he's at well the Triple Crown. Oh, yeah, he's well. the, he's the first Triple Crown. When they're in CCW. They don't have four titles, do they? Yeah, maybe sometime. Or maybe if Hollis decides to... To win the women's title. Like Trent Daniels did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know you know what's sad about that, though? 
if Trent wins all the titles, he'll mm. become a grand slam. He'll become the first grand slam. Yeah. Let's not give him ideas. No. Uh, yeah, for a second, I thought Hollis and Zay, like, they were taking the fight up to the stage. I thought they were going to kind of come yeah. by us. And I was like, no. I was no, worried for no. your table. I was worried for the table, too. But thankfully, they kind of took the fight back to the ring. Uh, had a referee get kind of knocked out or something during the yeah. match. I don't remember if it was that or if the referee got his leg hurt or what. But, uh, Pretty sure the referee was just hurt. But I, it's been a month. <laughs> it has been a month. Um, but that one ref that came out to finish the matches. Oof. Yeah, you know... Um, well, Hollis got the win over Zay Washington. Uh, Zay threw a, or no, actually Hollis threw a kick at Zay, and I guess somehow the referee caught it. Yeah. And it looked like, and I don't, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but he threw the leg and it ended up hitting Zay. So uh, I don't know something about this referee, man. Like I've never seen this ref before. It's like he wasn't wearing the traditional. Uh, what do you call them? The the black pants. Yeah, the, he was wearing black slides. He was wearing blue jeans. And yeah, I don't know. This was his shirt even tucked in. I don't know. Just something seemed off about it. But you know, I can't. That doesn't take away from the fact that this was an amazing match. Hollis yeah. picked up the win over Zay to retain his title. It was a it was a win. I'm not gonna say it's a good win, but it was a win. Yeah. Uh, main event. We had Brandon Barbwire defending the CCW title. Against the debut Warhorse, what'd you think of Warhorse, John? That was an eventful person. I don't think I've ever seen somebody with so much energy, but he had a lot of energy, and I was there for it. I was ready for it. I mean, he weighs like what was it, four thousand pounds of heavy metal? Yeah. Man, Warhorse is like. Now I I constantly talk about this, but just I've seen Warhorse kind of. Prior to his Warhorse character when he was just Jake Parnell doing mm-hmm. the high-flying stuff. And just to see how much he's evolved as a character is just incredible. Yeah. I I didn't know about him, actually, until you had him record the intro for your podcast. Really? I didn't know about him. I, I heard his name, so I looked him up, and I enjoyed everything I saw. Yeah. Warhorse, the intro of this show, actually. I keep forgetting that for some reason. Uh, this was a this was a really good main event. Uh, I always say Brandon does really well under pressure whenever it comes to big stars coming in to face him. Like mm-hmm. uh, he's faced Matt Hardy, Colt Cabana, Carlito, yeah. Um, but yeah, he does really well when it comes to things like this. Yeah, I'd be shivering in my boots, shivering in my boots. I don't know how you say it. <laughs> shivering in your boots. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be scared. <laughs> But yeah, uh, great match, a uh, great main event. My only, com- my only complaint. I wish we could have got like a definitive finish. Like it yeah. was, it was a disqualification because of pinnacle interference. Um, so I think it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Hollis and Ken, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're the ones that came out, it, and then Walker came out later. Yeah, and then Aaron, it, the big fight broke. Yeah, out. Aaron and Zay came out, and then. After that, Walker Hayes, and I guess, I guess Pinnacle has recruited the services of Mike Outlaw because he was out there too. Mm. But then Big KLD came out and evened out the odds. Yeah. And after that, uh, Papa Stunt 
made a six-man tag for next month, and he also announced that Brandon's next big title defense is going to be against Ring of Honor star Mike Bennett. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I can't wait. I, that's going to be a great match. Yeah, how familiar are you with Mike Bennett? Um, I knew him from Defiant Wrestling. Okay. Uh, and when they shut down, I kind of just kept following him. I'm not as familiar as probably you are, but... Okay, like, I know he was Mike Canales in WWE. I wasn't yeah. sure... I wasn't sure if you knew of any of his prior Ring of Honor stuff before he got signed. Yeah, uh, not not too much, but I did watch it a bit, yeah. Yeah, um, I'd encourage you to maybe go back and watch some of his stuff when he was in the kingdom. Mm. He was in the kingdom with uh, Adam Cole and Matt Taven, I think. That, so, yeah, okay, I'm gonna go watch that now. Yeah, so there you go, and then... Yeah, just I love Mike Bennett. Excited to have him at our next show, CCW Malevolence, happening this Saturday, May 29th, at the AC Brasi Arena building. I think you can still get your tickets at capewrestling.com. Yeah. Actually, come early, because at 5 o'clock, there's going to be a special meet and greet where you can come out meet all the meet all the wrestlers and just have a good time. I know I got uh, my tickets. Yeah, if you don't, if for some, if for some odd reason you don't want to come to the meet and greet, doors open at six, bell time at seven. Again, tickets at capewrestling.com. Let's look at this card because this this is probably one of my favorite CCW cards in a long time. It's packed. It sure is. So let's start with that challenge. Let's start with that special challenge that was issued by Jeff Waldell. Uh, we got Mister One Hundred, Shannon Young, and Aaron Roberts taking on. Ken Dang, accompanied by Jeff Odell, and a mystery partner. And when this mystery partner got revealed, I was I was a little surprised to be honest. But uh, like I didn't like I knew Jeff Odell had connections in the business, but I didn't know his connections went this deep. Uh, they've recruited the they have recruited the services of MLW star Calvin Tankman. Yes, um, I had only heard of him from stuff. Because I had watched MJF and MLW, and whenever I saw that, I was like, I could go back and I watched some stuff, and man, I am worried. Calvin Taken, <laughs> like, like I like Shannon, I like Aaron, but if I were them, I would be uh, what was you saying, shivering in my boots? Yeah, something like that. Like, Calvin Tankman's a beast, dude. Like I've seen him pounce people like literally all the way across the ring. Yeah, like. For those of you who don't know what pounce is, basically it's you send one guy running and then you char you bounce off the ropes and you just charge at him at with full velocity. Like it is just it's a thing of art. Yeah. Um, you know, I think this is Shannon's fourth time in the ring. I believe so, yes. You know, Shannon's just one of those guys where it's like he's not a wrestler, but you know, whenever it comes to things like this, he'll step in and he'll He'll get his hands dirty if he has to. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Shannon's had matches with uh, Chris Slammer, Dalton, of course. Uh, he was in the One Night Riot. And he did really well in the One Night he Riot. He did match. do well. I think the One Night Riot was actually the last time he was in the ring. So this, yeah. is, a, this is a long time coming for Shannon's return to in-ring competition. Hasn't so wrestled say. since January 2020. Yeah, it's been over... It's been almost a year and a half now, so yeah. uh, I'm gonna say there's definitely gonna be some ring rust. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to bet against Calvin Tankman. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I want 
I want Aaron Roberts and Shannon to win, but my heart's telling me and my stomach's telling me that Tankman and Dang are going to win. So. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like like I said, Aaron's my boy, Shannon's my boy, but I uh, can't bet against Calvin Tankman. Um, next match, we got a big 10-person tag team match, and this is kind of... This is kind of three rivalries going on in one match here. You yeah. got the Mega Brothers, Deacon Cash, Edvin Kudik, and Ryu Kendrick taking on the Singularity, the Trendsetters, and Calvin Aldridge. Actually, you know what? I apologize. We did forget. We did forget a match from, or I forgot a match from the last show. It was the Triple Threat Number One Contenders match. Oh yeah, I forget. I don't know why. It's been a month, dude. But uh, so uh, no role models. Chris Hendrickson, ATM. Yeah, they won that match and they became the number one contenders. Um, other teams were Casey's Finest and uh, Trent Daniels and Edvin Kudik. Yep. Uh. No role models picking up the win. Uh, had Casey's finest broke up, yeah. But you know they're not really on this card, so I mean, uh, it looks like Leo D is going to be part of the pinnacle. But I, mean, I believe so. I don't... Yeah, there's. I mean, it's kind of hard to say because they're not on the card, but yeah, it, it's just one of those things that's up in the air right now. But uh, reason I just now remembered that is because like uh, there's a little. If you guys watched Homecoming on Fight TV, which if you're planning to attend the event on Saturday, I'd recommend you go and order that pay-per-view on Fight if you haven't seen what happened. Uh, sure. JJ was on commentary with me, and he was not happy with Edvin Gudik's performance in that match. Hmm. He wasn't happy that they got... He apparently... Now, this these aren't my words. These are JJ's words. He cost them the match. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Yeah, I don't know what goes on JJ's head, but I mean, like I said, his words, not mine. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Mega Brothers, Deacon Cash, Edvin Kudik, and Ryu Kendrick taking on the Singularity, the Trendsetters, and Calvin Aldridge. Hmm. So you've got, you've got Ryu Kendrick and Calvin at each other's throats. You got the Mega Brothers and the Singularity at each other's throats. Uh, you got Edvin Kudik and the Trendsetters at each other's throats. Yeah. And then you got Deacon Cash. Just looking for somebody to beat up. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, this is definitely gonna be uh, might be a hard match to might be a hard match to follow on commentary with ten people in the ring. But you know, I'll try my best. Who you got in this one? You know, I've got to I've got to go with the Mega Brothers' team. Uh, they've got a good lineup on their side. I say one of their big downsides would probably be having Calvin Aldridge against them. Uh, and JJ Walker, those two are great. Yeah. Uh, don't don't count out the infinite though. Well, I'm not. I mean, I'm not big, counting them out. Yeah, I get you. Big dude though. I mean, that's definitely gonna be. Uh, that's going to be a task to overcome. Yeah. But uh, I think the Mega... I'm going to go with your pick, Team Mega Brothers. I bet Slammer could body slam Infinite, though. Oh, I think he has before. He can probably do it again. Yeah, he'll do it. He'll body slam anybody. He'll probably body slam you if he, if you wanted him to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Slammer, you want to body slam Big John at the next show? Yeah, you can body slam me, too. Okay. All right. You could try. 
Uh, next match, uh, Everett Connors makes his CCW return after an impressive showing in the Proving Grounds match. He takes on Joey O'Reilly. I'm really excited for this match. I feel like this is going to be one of the big, big showstoppers right there. Me too. I think this. I think a lot of people are sleeping on this match too. Just, I'm. I mean, it's a really stacked card. There are a lot of great matches, and for some reason, I feel like this one just isn't getting the attention it deserves. It's like it's like a mini super show. It's like amazing. It kind of is a mini super show. I mean, you've got. Uh, you got Mike Bennett coming in. You got mm-hmm. Melanie, Melanie Cruz from AEW coming back. Calvin Tegman from MLW. You got a lot of star power on this show. War Horse. Oh, everybody. War Horse, yeah. Uh, Everett Connors is kind of a... Uh, I wouldn't consider him a big star, but he's been out there making his name pretty well known, too, doing some game-changer wrestling bookings. Oh, yeah. And so, I guess you could say Joey O'Reilly, too. Man's been on WWE, AEW. Yeah, he's been all, Joey's been all over the place, too. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of one of those matches where uh, two very impressive guys with a with a good amount of experience just mm-hmm. come in and kill it. So I think the ultimate winner of this match is going to be the fans. Yeah, this is going to be a high-flying, high-action, fast-momentum match, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, as far as my prediction for the winner goes, um, I'm going to go with Everett Connors just because... Um, not taking away from Joey, but I think his actions, the the actions he's been doing, the things he's been doing mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, I can talk, John. I can talk. I'll go with Everett Connors. <laughs> I'm going to go with Everett Connors, too. Um, but I also have a feeling there may be an undecisive winner of this match, too, with DQs. Mm, possible. But uh, you never know. Yeah, you never know. But what I was going to say is uh, the things Joey O'Reilly's been doing lately... I think they're going to come back to buy them. Yeah. Next match, we got the big six-man tag. Speaking of War Horse, Zay Washington, KLD, and War Horse take on Mike Outlaw, Walker Hayes, and Hollis Giroux. Yeah, I, that's also going to be a big match. Maybe a hassle for you guys to keep up with, too. Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, definitely. Walker Hayes and KLD in there. Two big guys that can move... Uh, War Horse, another guy that can move. Zay Washington, Mike Outlaw. That's that's going to be a good match. It is. Uh, I really don't know who to pick on this because, like, both teams, like, like, there's just a good reason for both teams to win this match. Yeah. It's just really, really hard to decide. But, um, you know, I feel, af- I feel like after getting that DQ win... I feel like I feel like Warhorse and Zay because Zay didn't win last month either. I really feel like they need to pick up some momentum. So I'm gonna go with Zay, KLD, and Warhorse on this. I want Zay, KLD, and Warhorse to win, but I have a feeling that the Pinnacle is gonna win it because of the outside stuff. I feel like they're gonna cheat us out of it. A good win too. That's a good point. Yeah, you never know. The Pinnacle numbers may come into and you know you always got that trick up Jeff Odell's sleeve. Yeah, because he's always, he's always got one. Way too many connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into some title matches here. First title match, uh, we got Dangerous and Delicious defending the tag team titles against No Role Models. I remembered them this time. Yeah, I feel like wow, I just really passed that. Uh, sorry, I feel like I feel like this is gonna be a good match because. Justin Smart and ATM are going to be really clashing, and I feel like that's going to be a really good matchup. Oh, yeah. 
and Donnie Six and man Chris Hendricks. Yeah, man, names are slipping my mind today. I feel like I could see all these guys clashing together. Oh yeah, like ATM and Justin, Chris Hendricks and Dustin, ATM Donnie Hendricks Donnie. Yeah. Uh, my prediction is, uh, you know, I said Mike Outlaw and Deacon Cash put the one. One of the most difficult challenges for Dangerous and Delicious, but I think this is gonna, I think this is gonna be a step further for them because, um, just no role models, just how new they are to wrestling and how how freaking good they already are. Like they've been going to, they've been going all over the place. They've been at uh, Glory Pro, Dynamo Pro Wrestling, WrestleMax St. Louis. Uh, they're gonna be up at the Black Wrestlers Matter up in Iowa on Juneteenth. So they're they're getting a good amount of experience. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll get the job done against Dangerous and Delicious though. I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't really feel like it's the right time for them to lose the titles. Yeah, so. I feel like this is also going to be a well-fought match for them. This will definitely be a this will definitely this will definitely be one of those matches where the fans are the winners. Oh yeah. But I got Justin and Donnie retain the titles. I think I'll stick with you there too. Uh, another tag. This isn't a title match, but this this is probably a match of the year contender for CCW. Oh yeah, and a dream match for sure. Otis and Jackson, the Crowleys, taking on probably my favorite tag team in all of wrestling right now: Davey Vega and Matt Fidget, the besties in the world. Have you ever got to see the besties? Uh, no, actually. Oh I'm man, really you, ready for it? You're in for a treat, John. The besties are like, I always put over the besties. I gotta learn new. I gotta learn new things to say in order to put the besties on here, so I don't sound like a broken record. But uh, probably one of the best unsigned tag teams in wrestling right now. <laughs> uh, they say, they say Matt Fidget is. The hottest tag in the business, if you know what I mean. Mm, okay. So, yeah, this is uh, this is definitely. Now I know I've said this a lot, but fans are going to be the winners of this. It's really, really difficult because I like both of these teams so much, but I gotta give it to the besties just because uh, they've been tagging longer than the Crowleys. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Crowleys due to the brother thing, and just unfair bias, because I've never seen the Besties wrestle. So. That's fair, that's fair, but um, I think once you see the Besties wrestle, like, you'll be, I think you'll be blown away. Um, sim, I'm assuming this is going to be the, well, it's the semi-main for us, because this is the order I have it in, alright? <laughs> uh, CCW Women's Championship match. Uh, we got a little bit... Now part of the Pinnacle, calling herself the Pinnacle Princess. It's really upsetting. She's gonna be accompanied. <laughs> she's gonna be accompanied by Jeff Odell to take on the former CCW Women's Champion, AEW star Melanie Cruz. This is kind of a return match from what happened a couple months ago in Charleston. Yeah. So uh, we had it was originally supposed to be Melanie Cruz and a little bit defending or. It was supposed to be Melanie Cruz defending against a little bit. And, of course, Trent mm -hmm. Daniels had to get involved. You know, yeah. Because, you know, he's always got to have that spotlight. 
if he wasn't in that ten ten the ten person tag match, he'd probably be shoved into this one too. Try yeah. to wiggle his way in. Yeah, he would try, but I don't I don't know if Jeff I mean, might have to have the pinnacle surround the ring to block him from getting involved. But yeah. um I think Trent Daniels being in that triple threat match back in Charleston kind of distracted Mel and she didn't really see what was coming from a little bit. Yeah, and that that honestly really upset me. Because, I mean, I wanted a little bit to win until the whole pinnacle thing. Yeah, it's like you wanted her to win, but not like that. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I'm... I can't say I'm happy with the decision she made, but, you know... I mean, a lot of the focus has been on Melanie Cruz and Trent Daniels, and it's kind of shifted off of her, so, I mean... I guess you gotta do something to insert yourself back into the picture, and yeah. she did what she had to do. I don't blame her. Like, like I said earlier, you don't have to like what they do, but I mean, I understand why. Uh, as far as my pick goes for this match, I think, like you said earlier, the pinnacle numbers are gonna be too much for Mel. Yeah, I think Lilith's gonna retain the title again, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if the pinnacle and Trent Daniels both got involved. Hey, that's a good point. I mean. I mean, Trent Daniels and J.J. because, you know, J.J. Yeah. got beat up by Melanie Cruz, too. Yeah. Might have some unfinished business. Uh, main event, CCW Heavyweight Championship match. Brandon Barbwire, the champion, accompanied by Jeff Odell, taking on Ring of Honor star, former WWE star, former Impact star. He's been everywhere. He's in Ring of Honor right now. And on Saturday, he's going to be at CCW Malevolence. It's Mike Bennett. That's, it's, I don't know what else to say. Uh, Brandon Barbar always does great with the big stars that we bring in. And uh, it's just going to be another great match. I hope Mike Bennett takes it, but never know. Yeah, I mean, last month we seen, we seen the Pinnacle kind of get involved. But, you know, uh, general manager Papa Stunt be a little more prepared this time and you know, he might have the, he might have somebody else ready to go out there to stop him. I mean, or maybe the young goats and KLD will be out, will be ready to stop him when the Hopefully. time comes. So uh, maybe Papa Stunt tell Jeff Odell he can't be out there. Possible. I mean, you never know. Like, this is what we, the information we're giving you right now is what we have been given. Everything else is just pure speculation at this yeah. point. These aren't spoilers. These are predictions. Uh, my prediction for this match, uh, as much as I like Mike Bennett, I got to go with Brandon Barbwire retaining. Just because I, I've i known Brandon for a really long time. Uh, you, if you haven't yet, go check out our last episode that we did with Brandon Barbwire. It's a good conversation. Um, I've known Brandon for a long time, and I know how well he does in positions like this. And I think it's going to be his night again. Yeah, I definitely do think Brandon's going to take it. Um, I wish Mike Bennett would, but I feel like the Pinnacles numbers, like I said earlier, is going to overwhelm Mike because he may not know going into it. But uh, with how much of a veteran he is, hopefully he did do his research on Brandon. Yeah, well, you know, Brandon's also a veteran. Like he's, 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 he's been in the business for about 20 years now. Um Thing, one of my things that 
makes me think Brandon's going to win over Mike is, you know, Mike Bennett's doing all kinds of things on the Indies right now. He's taking booking after booking, doing seminar after seminar. Yeah. And Brandon works, you know, Brandon's smarter. He works a little bit of a, a lighter schedule. So I guess, I guess Brandon would be a little smarter in my book when it came to, you know, looking at footage yeah. of your opponent. Whereas, you know, Mike Bennett, does he have time to do that? Yeah. So that's another thing you got to think about. But um, if you want to see, you know what? I'm not going to even say if you want. You should come out to CCW Malevolence at the Arena Building this Saturday. Tickets at capewrestling.com. Meet and greet starts at 5. Doors open 6 if you don't want to come to the meet and greet, which you should. Bell time's at 7. If for some reason you can't come to the event or you don't feel comfortable getting back out yet, um, order it on Fight TV for, I think, fourteen ninety nine. I think so. Yeah. I think it is fourteen ninety nine. We'll, we'll be live on Fight TV. You can hear my beautiful voice. If you're going to be at the show, you should order the replay anyways so you can hear my beautiful voice. And so you can see yourself in the crowd. Yeah. And so you can see an awesome CCW show again. John, it's been awesome having you here, man. Thanks for doing this. Nice to talk to you. It's been a month. and Yeah, it seems like we don't really get to see each other outside the CCW shows. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'd like to do this again sometime, just whenever our schedules match up. For sure. But, yeah, guys, uh, you can... Actually, you know what? You got any plugs before we end this? Uh, well, the day this comes out, uh, Wednesday, yeah, if the twenty sixth, I'll be that night at like nine something. I'll be doing a thirty six hour long stream oh, on Twitch really? to 30, raise thirty six hours. Yeah, I'm gonna wow. be doing that to try to raise money for uh, Make a Wish America. So, well, that's awesome, man. Good for you. What's your Twitch called? Uh, it's J O H N underscore Giant. J-O-H, like... John, J-O-H-N, and then underscore Giant. Yeah, go check out John underscore Giant on Twitch um, for his 36-hour stream. That's a great thing you're doing, man. Thank you. Yeah, I might try to get this uploaded tonight, by the way, so I mean... Well, Wednesday, May 26th. Wednesday, May 26th. You got it out there. Um, Anything else, man? Not really, no. All right, well, you can find Four Sides at Four Sides IV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um... Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your other select podcast platforms. Um, hit up T Public for some merchandise. If you want links to everything, uh, I'm not spitting out the link tree anymore because we have registered a domain. We are our website is foursidesiv.com. So if you want everything, just type in foursidesiv.com and you got it. John, it's been awesome having you on here, man. I'll see you this Saturday, and I hopefully I will see you all this Saturday, too. Until then, try to stay cool. It's hot out there. Yeah. John, have a safe drive home, man. Thank you. I'll see you guys later. Peace.